Hey there, questers. If you love Oculus QuestCast, please go to anchor.fm forward slash Oculus QuestCast forward slash support so you can learn how to support the show for as little as a dollar. Thank you. Welcome back, questers, to episode 21 of Oculus QuestCast. This is Jane S. coming at you. I have a really long list of articles and whatnot to go through. I'm not going to read the articles, but I'm going to break them down as to what they're talking about. One of them is talking about like the best or the, the top 10 games that you need to own. I think that is something really, really important to know, especially if you are a quester out there and you're really looking forward those experiences that mommy and daddy can either shell out for you or maybe you got a job and you can pay for your own. Like, but that's my reality. And sometimes jobs get in the way of all the fun, but uh, hey, we all need it sometimes, right? <laughs> all right. Well, you remember episode 20 when we had a giveaway and Instagram followers of mine, Vamp Tiger Warrior and Pookie, I think it was 721, something like that. They were the winners of the giveaway that I had going on. One wanted one of the Oculus Quest t-shirts, so good on you. Yes, it was Pookie 721, and that was mailed out yesterday, and I'm still waiting to hear back from Vamp Tiger Warrior. If you're out there, buddy, get to me so I can give you some free stuff. Speaking of free stuff, I'm going to speak in just a moment on something else I would like to give away to my listeners. In the realm of a free game, I have five codes, or five keys, if you will, to give away for a particular game, but there is a bit of a catch to it, and we'll get to that in a minute. But first of all, how's everybody doing? How's how's everybody feeling out there? Hopefully, you're feeling pretty great, because the Oculus Quest is blowing up, although there are some news reports out there that don't seem to agree with that, and we will get into that but there, there is a lot to get into. So first of all, let's just jump in. The top 10 games that everyone should own on the Quest. Well, Christmas is over. And by the way, I don't know if you guys knew this, but on Christmas Day, $5 million was spent in the Oculus Store, which pff, that's, that's amazing. That, that shows that the growth is definitely there. So awesome job if you bought games or if your parents bought games for you then hopefully you're still enjoying those games because, yeah, the Oculus Quest rocks. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to toot the horn on that. I love it. I love showing people how it works. I love giving everybody an opportunity to try it out. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is life-changing. Well, it, it really is. But let's break it down. First on the list of top 10 games that every quester should own is Pistol Whip. Now, I agree with this 100%. If you haven't tried Pistol Whip, it's... An extremely fun experience. It's shooting people. It's shooting bad guys and dodging bullets to the beat of music, which sounds kind of weird, but it's pretty awesome. It's like, and everybody compares it to this, taking super hot VR and combining it with Beat Saber, and then you've got this pretty solid experience. And a lot of people are like, yeah, it's like I'm John Wick in here. And, you know, it's a similar art style to... Pistol whip in the sense that the people that you're shooting are not extremely detailed, but it's more, you know, it's colorful, it's vibrant, which, you know, we shouldn't make shooting people seem like a fun and joyous event, but hopefully we can all distinguish between reality and a fun experience because, yeah. 
Hopefully we can do that. The next game on the list they have here is Rec Room. Now, if you haven't tried Rec Room, it is designed to be like a kitty or, or all-inclusive experience for every player. And, you know, sometimes you get into a room in Rec Room and it's just full of, like, some really jerky eight-year-olds who think that they're hot shiz and that <laughs> they are God's gift to gaming and... You know, if you are one of those people that rightly put them in their place, then you are a hero, my friend, and good on you. And if you are an eight-year-old listening to this, well, hey, know that you have a lot to learn in this life and accept the lessons that the older generations give to you. And I have to laugh because I have a 10-year-old son and he is really good at games. And when he's like spanking me, he just loves to rub it in. We were playing Mario Kart the other day, and, and he was like, yeah, man, I can't believe I'm, I'm winning. Like, I'm just so awesome at, at winning and stuff. And, you know, I, I let him have that. I was like, okay. And he wanted to give me a high five. He was like, hey, good job. Good try on, on that race, like trying t- to win. And I was like, okay, put your hand down, number one. It's, it's a video game. It's not like you're winning a million dollars because you're competing at the Le Mans Grand Prix. I didn't say that, but that's what I was thinking. And then we started another cup, and I started winning first place. And and his his tone completely changed. He was he was getting frustrated. I was like, "Why are you an angry little man right now?" Like, I, I'm going off on a tangent here, but the point is, games are supposed to be fun, not this miserable experience that some people make it out to be. And if you're eight years old, I you know you may have some life experience that I don't. You may live a very comfortable life, but accept the lessons that come your way, kiddos. But Rec Room, I mean, there's many different rooms. There are people that have uploaded their own rooms in there. There's laser tag and paintball. It's it's fun, and it's a good social experience, and I like when I run into another adult in there, and, and we just have some pretty great conversations about these kids that are just running amok. But it is a fun game. When you find a group of people in there, it is an extremely fun game. Okay, the next on this list is the Exorcist Legion VR. Now, there are people out there that that will absolutely love this game. I'm not going to put it on my list. I am not the the biggest horror fan, although I did recently play through Affected the Manor, and it was was not as um, scary as I thought it was going to be. I could see how it could be used as an experience for family members to just kind of laugh at them, <laughs> which would be great, uh, especially if they don't have a big stomach for horror. The Exorcist Legion VR looks to be genuinely terrifying. I don't know. Well, I mean, sometimes being scared is fun, but like just going through it over and over again. Not really my thing. Though the next the next game on this list, I absolutely recommend and I absolutely need to add it to my library. I've tried it before in several other places. I just haven't really gotten around to purchasing it. But that's Job Simulator and it, it's hilarious. You really are just trying jobs out. Like as explained to yourself, it, it's like if you described a job to a robot or a computer and then it you know, put some analytics together and like, this is how it would operate. That That's the experience. And it's, it's hilarious <laughs> because having a machine tell you what, this is what this job used to be like way back in the day, but that day is our day. And you're like, okay, whatever. It's, it's pretty fun. And so job simulator is, is fun. And if you have no job experience whatsoever in the real world and you try this game, please don't take that as a realistic depiction of what it's like. Just take it for what it is. And it's just, fun and and funny and silly. And if you do that, you're going to have a great time. (laughs) Now, 
The next game, I, I, uh, it was like the first, like not pricey, but it was like a $30 game when I purchased it. And I was blown away. I, I like puzzle games. I like mist style games. And that's Red Matter. And you're on this, I can't remember what planet it was. Is it Jupiter or Saturn? Or maybe it's Mars. Basically, the Russians set up shop on this planet during the Cold War. And it's just a puzzle experience. You're solving these puzzles to unravel the mystery that happened there. I don't want to give too much away, but there is an ominous presence that's like following you throughout the game and it gets kind of freaky. The atmosphere, the overall direction of the game, it's it's a lot of fun. And then once you start figuring out the puzzles, they're not like deeply or extensively difficult, but you'll have some challenge there and, and I think you'll enjoy that. And that's Red Matter. Okay, moving on to the next game. Of course, one of these would have to be on the list, and that's Death Horizon Reloaded. Now, if you haven't had an opportunity to go to YouTube and watch some of these videos that kids or like adults and kids together make going through Death Horizon Reloaded, they make it hilarious, but the game itself is is pretty fun. I mean, you're killing zombies and you're trying to survive and you can do it multiplayer and that's that's a great experience to have, especially on the quest. Just putting this out there, I, you know, I bring up a good point in multiplayer. I feel like I, I need a few more quest friends to really round out my multiplayer experience. So if you're on the quest, you can look for me. My name is Bat Damon. It's B-A-T-D-A-E. M-O-N. Just a little backstory on that name. I used to play men's roller derby a few years ago, and you have to come up with, you know, clever names that are either a play on words or, you, you know, they referencing somebody famous, and it's a play on words. All throughout high school and college, people are like, hey, you kind of look like Matt Damon. And then I'm a huge fan of Batman, so I just combined the two, Bat Damon. So if you're on the quest and you see that name friending you, that's me, or... If you search it and you want to friend me, go right ahead. They just had a Lunar New Year sale for this next game, and I missed out on it, and I'm beating myself about it because it would have been $10 off. This is a great game. I've played it on, on other VR headsets, but I want to get it on the Quest. I haven't played through the entire thing, and I know I'm missing out, and I know you guys are going to be like, what the crud, dude? Like, this is a great game. And that's Moss. And if you don't know anything about Moss, you are like this giant ghost-type presence who is guiding this mouse quill on this quest about, I believe it's about saving her uncle or whatnot, but the the visuals, the gameplay... Everything is set up. The storyline is is amazing. And yeah, I agree 100% with this. Get it. it. It's a great game. The next time, either the next time it goes on sale or when the studio gets back to me about me reaching out and saying, hey, can I play test your game? I want to talk about it and just like break it down and tell everybody how amazing it is. And if they, they go for that, that's great. The next game, the developer actually did give me a review code or a review key on it. And I have played the crap out of this game and it is so good. And that is Super Hot VR. It is a really fun game. It, it's not set to music, but it is a puzzle style game in the sense that you either need to clear the room or do things in a particular sequence, but you have these red enemy bad guys, you know, they're polygonal coming after you and you have your little black fist flying around and anything black you can interact with like there's a triangle and that's usually how you go to another stage or clear the level is grabbing this this triangle and they're like super hot super 
hot. And, and I'm, I feel like I'm preaching to the choir on this one. You guys have probably played the mess out of this game, which is fine. But if you have not, I, I highly recommend it. I know some people, it's not really their jam, but for me, I thought it was great. You can punch enemies, you can grab guns, you can throw knives and pans and balls and I, I don't know if you've heard it in, in a previous episode, but when I reviewed this game, there is a glitch in it, and I love this glitch. And the glitch is, if you know you're about to clear a stage, because you've died so many times and you know how many enemies are coming in or whatnot, if you know you're about to clear a stage, and let's say there's a gun in front of you or there's a gun flying towards you, you're about to transition into the next stage, you can actually grab that weapon at the right time and take it with you into the next stage and it gives you an extra leg up on whatever's going on in that scene. And I love that glitch. I, I manipulate that glitch as much as humanly possible. And it's it's fun. It's one of those things like, <laughs> I found the loophole. That's my claim to fame. Is that loophole in super hot? <laughs> okay, and the next one is actually three games that they all coincide with together. And I'm sure you know where I'm getting to is... Vader Immortal, and I absolutely do want to get this. I have purposely stayed away from this one until all three came out, and I'm just waiting for a bundle deal so I can get them all. And if it's like 25 bucks for all three, I'm going to buy it. Of course, if you grew up in the 80s or you grew up in the early or late 90s, early 2000s, or if you're growing up now and there's been Star Wars films out in all those eras. There's fans born every day. There's there's seasoned fans. And wherever you stand in the movie universe for Star Wars, that that's fine. Everybody has their own take. But no one can deny that Darth Vader is an, an, an exceptional character. Anakin Skywalker, mm, I don't know how he became Darth Vader, at least the movie depiction of him. But Darth Vader himself is one bad mofo to be able to play a game where you interact with him and you lightsaber fight with him i i am all about that jam so we will get to that i will get to that if you guys are playing it tell me your thoughts on any of these games so far and of course there's only one more on the list and oh gee what could that mystery game be but it tell me your thoughts on this top 10 list reach out to me at oculusquestcast at gmail.com reach out to me on instagram uh, at official Questcast, also Twitter at Oculus Questcast. I'm I'm all over the place, man. I've I've got my own Facebook page too, Oculus Questcast. I need to upload a lot of videos. I've just been purposely kind of stockpiling them so I can release them all at once, and then I'll have a bunch of content. And I'll be like, yeah, there's my content for you. Check it out. <laughs> so yeah, and you could also go to Anchor.fm forward slash Oculus Questcast, forward slash messages, and uh, leave me a message right there on the internet, and I, I can pop it straight into this show, and we can listen to your message, and then I can respond to it. That'd be pretty sweet. You can be anonymous, or you can, you know, say your name and, and put it out there to all these listeners. And just so you guys know, this... And it gives me analytics, so I see who's listening out there. Listen to in every state, every outlying U.S. territory. I am in over 54 countries in Oculus Questcast, so I, the, the listener base has grown by leaps and bounds since we started back last June, which was a month after the Oculus Quest release, because I needed to play it a little bit and kind of get some feeling as to what it's like. And yeah, I, I love it to death. 
I will be a full supporter of this. So, yeah, and I snatched up Oculus Quest Cast, which is amazing. If you're a content developer and you want to come on the show and, you know, just bounce ideas and feelings and emotions and have a cut. No, we're not going to do a cuddle party, but just t- t- talk shop, if you will. Reach out to me. And, I, and I've reached out to a few other content creators. I've gotten back with BMF. He's BMF on YouTube. He's going to be coming on the show soon. And we're going to talk shop and kind of go over Oculus Quest and the, the experiences that are pretty amazing. So look out for that coming soon. I do want to quickly touch on the five game codes that I have to give away. But before I do that, how about we hear a quick word from our sponsor? All right. And we're back. I realized that going on that break, I did not mention the last game on the list, which is totally fine. And that game is, of course, Beat Saber. They just dropped a new update that has three new songs that are apparently super difficult. I'll be trying those out today or tomorrow and getting back to you guys because if they are super difficult, I love I love a huge challenge. But of course, Beat Saber's on the list. Even if you're not a huge fan of the rhythm and music genre style games, if you haven't tried this game, try it. Try it, like, do, do three rounds. Do three songs. And if you don't like it, hey, at least you said you tried it. And then you have a reason not to like it. But if you end up liking it, it is literally going to immerse you. It is. It, I think that's why I like it so much, because you are fully immersed when you're playing it. To the point where you, you, you're like, I am a block chopping master. <laughs> I laugh at myself all the time. <laughs> I think it's funny. And, you know, you kind of have to, right? This world is not really designed to, like, promote joy. So you got to promote your own joy. And I recommend that to everybody. Now let's get back on task. So, yeah, there was the top ten list. It's a pretty, pretty, I think it's a pretty solid top ten list. There's a couple games in there I probably not my jam, but... For the most part, I would say absolutely, absolutely. Now, just to give you guys, before we jump into the five game codes that I have to give away, I want to just quickly speak on on virtual reality. There are a lot of articles out there that they're on one side of the fence of the other of virtual reality. But if you want to break it down, in 2019... And this is from the release date of the Quest, which was in May 2019, almost halfway through the year. Standalone VR headsets like the Oculus Quest, pretty much the Oculus Quest, they made up for 49% of all VR headset sales in 2019. The Oculus Quest made up for 49% of all VR headset sales last year. It's first year, it's, it's initial launch year. And because of that, VR game revenues went up 41%, specifically because of the Oculus Quest. Now, what that means is, yeah, we've had a lot of experiences. You know, one of the biggest complaints, and it's a complaint I have too, is the Oculus Quest needs more deep dive experiences. They need more immersive experiences. Right now, we're getting short-term experiences. I want like a long or a long-form experience, like an RPG, if you will. An RPG, and even if somebody just, like, made it, like, pixelated and made it turn-based, but I'm in there and I'm, like, choosing the attacks for my guys and making it happen and and whatnot, I think that would be super fun, even if it's turn-based. I don't care. We need more long-form immersive experiences, and I'm all about that. Because of the sales that have happened with the Oculus Quest... And 
pretty much making up for half of all headset sales last year and for bringing in 41% higher revenues, that's going to attract a lot of more AAA title publishers or developers and publishers. And I think all that will do will make VR just more accessible, cheaper in the long run, and more viable as a full-on entertainment experience. If you have your Oculus Quest, kudos on you. And all of those people that have been emailing me and telling me, yeah, I'm getting, I've ordered it, it's coming in, I love your show. Hey, you're you're really going to love it. And you know, let's let's get out there. And like I said earlier, find me on Oculus Quest. I'll definitely add you as a friend and we'll go campaigning or playing or try to beat my high score in Beat Saber on hard mode. Yes, I'm talking to you, gaming science teacher. I can't believe you beat me, but that's cool. Let's get back on track. Okay, I was contacted. Her name is Angie. It was for this game that they have coming out called Chained, a Victorian nightmare. Basically, she was like, hey, do you want to try out our game? I was like, yeah. And she was like, well, it's for the Oculus Rift. And I was like, oh, well, I, I'm Oculus Quest, but Oculus Quest with the link cable, you can play Rift games. And she was like, oh, cool. Well, I have a review code, and then I have game keys to give away if you want to give them away to your listeners. And here's the kicker right here. I know you guys listening, and you girls, if you're listening, and you have the Oculus Quest, and you have the link cable... I want you to either direct message me on Instagram at OfficialQuestCast or email me at OculusQuestCast at gmail.com. The first five messages that I get, I will give you a game key for this game, but you must have the link cable or if you have the Oculus Rift as well as the Oculus Quest, I have a game for you. You can go check it out, watch videos. If it seems interesting to you, if you like horror, if you like free games... Then follow those steps. Email me or Instagram me. The first five that I get, I will give the codes away. Boom, you're good to go. Or, you know, you can find Oculus Quest Cast on Discord. If I get a message on Discord asking for it, I will give you a free game. So there you go. I have five copies of this game to give away for free. You message me, I'll give you the code. We'll be done. And then you can report back if you'd like. You don't have to. But if you want to, if you want to contribute to the show in any way, you can report back and tell me how the game is. I'm, I'm going to be playing it too. And then we can kind of go over notes, if you will. <laughs> we don't have to. But So yeah, check out Chained, A Victorian Nightmare. I have five free copies to give away. Good luck. Let me know what you think. I am going to save some of these for next time. But... The the other thing I wanted to cover is just the, the the disparity between those who are supportive of not only VR but the Oculus Quest and those who are like, oh, well, VR is still a fad or whatnot. There are a few articles out there that are kind of mind-blowing. Like, this one was written on January 10th, and it was on BBC News. And this is the title of the article. It said, What Went Wrong with Virtual Reality? And this was written by Eleanor Lowry. Eleanor, do you play VR? I I really need to know if you do. Basically, she goes on through this article saying how people aren't really attaching themselves to virtual reality. Having those experiences in home outside of an arcade that has the latest and greatest computers built for them, they're not really, it's more of a niche experience and people aren't really going to adopt this and and it's not going to be immersive or as immersive as they want it to be. I mean, they they do highlight some businesses that are benefiting from this. They don't really talk about the 
the straight to consumer businesses, they're talking about these arcades and they're like, and that's where it should stay. VR, people should get out of their homes and try it. But as a social experience, it's not really that great. Well, you know, agree to disagree. This article, if you'd like to read it, yeah, it's, it's just on BBC News. It's called What Went Wrong with Virtual Reality. I'll put the link in the show notes. You can check it out if you like. Like I said, I'm not going to really go over that article. And then you see that one and then, and then you see an article like this. Its title is kind of misleading, but I think overall it's it's a positive one. It says, VR is risky business for brave developers, but Oculus Quest could change that in 2020. Now, it talks about how, you know, in sci-fi and, and in the 80s, we've been trying to develop VR for a long time, and it just didn't really click with a lot of people. And they referenced the Virtual Boy that Nintendo made in 1994, 1995, I, I personally love the Virtual Boy, but yeah, that thing burns your eyes after like 30 minutes and it's red and black. And I think that's why it's like the the lack of multiple colors like just strains your eyes so bad. But I loved it. I had that thing for a long time until I traded in. And I have this bad habit of, or I used to have this bad habit of just trading in something because I was impulsively wanting something else. And then I would get it and not be as happy. And then I'm like, why did I trade that in? Now it's worth so much. This article is all about how 2020 is going to be the make or break year for virtual reality. And the Oculus Quest is already on a path of, of uptick. Basically, it is already on a trending path that is going to push it over the edge and make it where everybody who's anybody who wants people to be immersed in their games are going to be developing for the the virtual reality platform, mainly the Oculus Quest. And I agree, you know, it'll either be this year or next year when we'll get like the HD more powerful version of Oculus Quest, which is great. But I also like how there's limitations on, on the Oculus Quest because it requires developers to be more creative or to use the skills they have. And just so you guys know, I know I reported in an earlier episode about Vulcan being a platform that is going to make those higher resolutions, more graphic-enabled games to be compatible and playable on the Oculus Quest. And now Vulcan is live on the Oculus platform in Unity. So I am super excited to see that become very utilized on the Oculus Quest. If you go through these articles, I mean, there's another one that talks about, then their main thing was like, well, now you have a device that's attached to your head that's connected to the internet and it's going to be a, a target for hackers and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like this one, talks about how at the last Game Developers Conference, GDC, and the reports are showing that in five years, VR is definitely going to be the dominant source of immersion and yeah, immersive tech. The enthusiasm for VR has gone up, and they out of all the platforms, the Oculus Quest is the most exciting right now. And, and I agree with that. I mean, when you create an all-inclusive piece of hardware that doesn't have to be connected to a computer, but it absolutely can... And that makes things more appealing, if you will. But at the same time, you can take it with you and, and go to a friend's house and whatnot. There's there's a lot of information out there. You're going to have naysayers and you're going to have people that are going to be diehard fanatics. I hope I fall somewhere in between where I can logistically look at something and, and see if it's a benefit or a risk or whatnot. 
in my experience and, and with the Oculus Quest, it's a great piece of hardware. I can get anywhere from two to four hours of use out of it. I do have several battery packs that I'll put in my back pocket and use a somewhat longer cord to keep it charged. And that works great for me. I, I do want to make it a little more streamlined than that. Overall, what my takeaway from these articles is that when you have something like the Oculus Quest and it's disrupting an industry, that is nothing but a good thing because it will do a number of things. It will, one, force Oculus to stay up on their game so they stay ahead of everyone else, and it will force competitors to raise their game, to get to the next level, to push themselves, and that means... It'll be a really exciting time, and I, I look forward to that. That is all I have for today, Questers. I, I, I have a lot more, and I'll, I'll integrate that into episode 22. But if you have any questions, any comments, you just want to tell me what you're playing and how awesome it is, hit me up, let me know. Thanks again so much for listening, everyone. You guys are super awesome. Yeah, you guys really are awesome. And I... I think that just keeping this going and, and being able to continue is super fun for me. I, I love talking shop, especially about games. But if there's something I'm missing out on, please let me know. If you have any interest in supporting the show, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash Oculus Questcast forward slash support, as mentioned at the beginning of the episode. And you can support or honestly, the biggest way that you guys are supporting is by listening and getting the word out. And I appreciate that so much. And just thank you so much for listening. I will catch you next time, questers. 